This is Seba, the Southern Fried Witch, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. I would like to formally introduce you to my tech guy, student, and dear friend, Wolfbron. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Hi. Okay, thanks. (laughs) So, are you close enough to the mic? I think so, yes. All right. We have not yet done any kind of interviewing. We've played around with this, but we've not done anything formal. And I think we ought to just start with the fact that I am difficult to work with. A little, but aren't we all? <laughs> Let's be more honest than that, Wolfron. Okay, I'm difficult to work with too. <laughs> also, Wolfron does not have wine in his wine glass. Oh, that's my wine glass. So. Yes, yeah, so that is your wine glass. Rip, okay. And we are pouring wine now into his favorite cup, which is this steel glass, wine glass kind of situation. It was your favorite cup first. It was. A little Viking looking. I honestly got it because when I get angry, my glasses go flying across the house. (laughs) Now it's more deadly, but I can keep it. So So that's two birds with one stone kind of, isn't it? You know, it really is. (laughs) With one wine glass. Right. So you may hear us be a little bit more informal today. I'm going to creak around in a chair a little bit. So the way we started was was uh, we didn't even really know what all we were getting into. Wouldn't you say that that would be true? I think we had absolutely no idea the scope <laughs> of the project. Um, it all kind of started out that Seba sent me a text message and said, I'm starting a podcast and I just bought a bunch of stuff and I want you to make sure it's good. And I said, hold on a second. Called out. You did what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you went ahead and bought stuff. Okay, so let's, let's see what, you, what it is you bought. And Let's tell them we the truth. pretty much determined that uh, Seba had bought about $400 worth of stuff that we didn't really need. <laughs> so, um, and that we were, there was, t- was talk initially of using a, sp- a podcasting only platform uh, and moving part of the website just to that. And I said, well, I've, I know some stuff about web design. I have a platform in mind that has podcasting integrated into it. Let's see if we can move the whole website, and if that's the kind of kills two birds with one stone. There, I guess to use the same analogy again. Um, <laughs> We're on a roll. We're drinking wine. Yeah, yeah. Well, we uh, so we decided to make the move to Squarespace as a platform uh, because they offer the podcast integration directly, and because they offer most of the same features that the previous site, which was on WordPress, could use. The hard part really was figuring out how to use the bloody thing. Because See, I'm going to have to interrupt him here because, as you can tell, Wolfron is very technical and he hits every single legitimate highlight. Totally cool. However, we're missing a lot of things here. Where oh, I was yeah. actually purchasing something that was for a rock band. Well, I mean, <laughs> the uh, you know, and it, it well, it's it's useful to have that kind of stuff. It was, it was a podcasting interface basically, but the thing had like inputs for guitars and stuff and. I guess we could have used it to have like five microphones around a room or something like that. Right, but because we have so many people standing That just here. seemed like overkill for the <laughs> space we've got and for the number of people we tend to have in here at one time. And we determined that we could 
pick up one microphone that would just plug in via USB and just do right. it all. So that's what we ended up doing. Right. And then we started moving everything from my po- uh, original, uh, I want to call them blogcast. That's funny. Blog post. Um, and that was fun too, because we had to archive how many pages? Uh, I think it was over 150 pages yeah. of blogs that we, yeah. or 150 articles that we did. And um, right. it took me, I think I put in six to eight hours a day for like three weeks just right. moving you it all over. Right, you got very obsessed, by the way. And because I, I wanted all the formatting to be exactly the same as the WordPress, but I didn't want to just link to the WordPress and be done with it. Correct. And even then, I still made sure that the WordPress is permanently archived in archive.org, so it exists somewhere on the internet uh, in its original form, and that way, if something ever happens to the new website, it's still backed up. Right, or I, you know, kick off one well, of those, which, you know, he swears I'm never going to do. Not soon. <laughs> And if you can't tell, Wolf Ron, amazing guy, large, tall man, very Viking looking. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Are you 23? (laughs) 24. 24. 24 years old and I'm 53. So let's get away from talking about how difficult I am because there were lots of arguments about that. Let's not. Wait, wait. (laughs) Okay, there were multiple arguments about everything from could I have a button in the left-hand corner that made no sense. I think we redesigned the new site about seven total times from start to finish. And I could have warned you because like I remember when I was pregnant with my first child in the 90s. Yeah. I don't think you were alive yet. Well. (laughs) Early 90s. um, I decided on I wanted my bedroom blue and I made my husband go get this particular kind of blue paint. He worked for hours. Oh, and blue paint is gorgeous. It was. Until I walked in and went, I don't like it. too much blue. Yeah. I think I changed it five times somewhere in there. A friend of ours did that with her office as well. Yeah. Well, you know, let's go ahead and out me as a type A. Right? Would you right. say type A with a with a little bit of obsessive compulsive disorder? <laughs> <laughs> and a fire sign, which is a problem. Um, but yeah, we, we can get back to that. We can totally get back to that. Let's tell everybody how we know each other. You know, protecting the guilty and the innocent. Well... I've been a student of Seba's, and I guess to protect the guilty a little bit, off and on. <laughs> Meaning you the guilty. <laughs> Meaning me the, me the guilty with two with two issues off there in right. the middle. Um, since about 20... Was it 11 or... 11, I think 11. I audited in, and 12 I initiated. Yeah. Tell everybody the, the special conditions of your auditorship. Oh, right. Well, I was... I think I started auditing at 15 or 16... You were and very so, young indeed. As a result, I had to be accompanied to meetings of the tribe by my mother. <laughs> uh, we or at least driven there, and she had to sign off on my auditorship papers and eventually on my initiation papers as well. That's right, keeping it uh, legal. She was y'all. present at my graduation uh, from my first. auditorship, at least. I think from my first degree as well. She was. Um, and until I got a car when I was seventeen, she gave me a ride. Arrived to meetings every single time, <laughs> and she never missed a week, which was great. Uh, you know, and she's been very supportive throughout uh, my sort of wishing career. I mean, do you remember that we had a rule where if you didn't do your homework, she would call me, and if you didn't do my homework, I'd call her? Correct, yes. That was um, a lot of fun. Now, whether I actually did my homework for school or not was still up for <laughs> debate, but I did get better <laughs> in college. <laughs> You know you did. Yeah. You really did. 
Um, and now we're at a very uh, sort of, I think, a higher level in your learning, right? Right. All right. Not not to divulge our secrets or anything, but we're we're making some progress here. Knock on wood. Knock on all the wood in the whole entire world. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's talk about you as a witch because okay. you're my first interview, and oh, I can call bullshit if I. <laughs> Correct. That's true. You know, and I want deadly honesty. Um, what would you say? And by, by the way, this is not scripted. He has no idea what I'm about to do. No clue. Absolutely no not. clue. So what would you say is your greatest strength as a witch? Oh, okay. Well, um, Michelle could see his face. I gotta face think right about now. this for a second. Uh, uh, I would probably say attention to detail as far as technical aspects of witchcraft. I, uh, if I'm going to cast, and I don't cast all that often, as Seba will tell you, uh, <laughs> when I do. It is very methodically planned. Every single thing, eyes dotted, T's crossed, exact times of day, um, counterbalanced against every single thing that could be going on at that time. Cross check with the weather. Like I do all kinds of like very detailed stuff. Like my pay, my spells written out are probably five to seven pages right. typically, and I might cast a spell like that once every six months tops. Like it's a lot of work to get done, but. I think that it goes better when I put that much prep into it. Right. So would that go along with maybe one of your weaknesses as a witch? That it's Which is hard that I, it's hard to... to cast often because I <laughs> take entirely too much time to prep everything. That's fair. <laughs> but I think that's very fair. Well, what does witchcraft bring to your life then? Just the study of it. Just the constant immersion. Stability. Stability? It brings stability. It brings a sense of, uh, a sense of balance to my life, which is otherwise very hectic. Uh, I have a lot of eggs in a lot of baskets, and um, with the craft really being sort of a central egg, I guess, if you will, that really makes the whole omelet taste right. Aw, he made a cooking joke, y'all, or analogy. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a mean-ass lamb stew, just so y'all know. Every year. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going to give any personal information out that would actually locate you, but... Wolfrond is a university student. And a full-time employee of a very large company, which I can't talk much about. But right. yeah, I, I kind of balance a lot of things at once. And I'm a full-time student in college. I'm a full-time worker. so I And those places are a long distance apart, fairly. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of sort of just in the car, meditatively commuting. I guess would be a good way to put it. <laughs> Is it hard to be in the closet sometimes, Wolfram? I mean, I am only half in the closet. I am out to my immediate friend groups and to even some some non-immediate friend groups. However, uh, the industry I'm in is extremely conservative. And the industry that I want to get into is, well, I guess it's the same industry, just a different side of it, is also very conservative. And so... My industry connections don't need to know about my spirituality, my sexuality, uh, my hobbies, or any of that, because any little thing in those hobbies, or spirituality, sexuality, or whatever have you, could be interpreted in a way that makes me harder to hire later. So I think it's very important that I remain somewhat anonymous, you think that's um, even fair? if my immediate oh. folks know who I am. Hard, or is any, any, anything you want to add on that? Well, I'm a lot of skill at online interaction so I, I luckily can fairly effectively separate my personal and professional selves um 
and even my professional self from my other professional self, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right. Well, Wolfron, um, so what do you think about um, higher powers, gods and goddesses? Um, exactly where do you land in the spectrum of paganism? Because there's such a wide, as we know, um, not all witches, I mean, I said that wrong, not all pagans are witches. Right, right. Witches exactly. tend to be pagan, but not right. All and some there's, there are, are witches. some witches that are not necessarily pagan, and there's some pagans that not, aren't necessarily witches. It, there's an overlap. It's a Venn diagram, um, but I fall into the part of the Venn diagram that is both pagan and a witch. Lovely. And um, as far as gods and goddesses, um, overall, I respect all the various gods and goddesses that there are. But like Seba, I also worship the Great Mother. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I'm a guy, I fight in medieval armor. Uh, I pay some heed to those Norse gods as well because they are really the ones you call on to protect you when you're wearing a suit of 75 pounds of steel and getting hit with a mace. <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily, uh, direct, uh, direct heathenry, but it's a respect for the heathenry, I guess yeah. it's inherent in the action of getting beat up with a mace. <laughs> <laughs> Makes total sense to me. But overall, I am uh, primarily Cherokee Celt Mm -hmm. and uh, tend to lean a little more one way or the other way, depending on the time of year. But it uh, always is kind of my grounding foundation here. I think so, too. Well, why why a goddess? Because you're a big, strong guy. Um, You know, talk about that a little bit. Why a goddess? Is it in any way emasculating to you? Mm. Um, I mean... Or does it give you some kind of sense of security? How does it feel well, it, to worship a great mother? I guess it, it just sort of makes sense to me. The earth is fertile and clearly female, and there's, there's no way around it. I live on the earth. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do lots of things involving the sky as well, which uh, I guess, historically speaking, has been mythologically male. But um, uh, as, it, as far as, you know, the earth is female, gotta worship the female, and that's where I live. It's gotta be first. That's beautiful. All right. So, do you want to be a priest one day? Yeah, I think so. Tell me why. Uh, because the tradition can't die. That's gorgeous. And what is our tradition? Don't don't say the name, but what is our tradition? Well, it's, it's a Cherokee Celtic tradition. Yeah, yeah. So we're a family tradition, right. and, and you know, I'm wondering something that I've never asked you in person. And here we are. I've known you since you were a young boy and not taller than me. I think we were almost the same size back then. I, I believe so. I've been 5'11 since, oh gosh, a long time. Maybe so. Maybe <laughs> I just feel taller than you. But I was, I was shorter <laughs> than that at some point, I'm sure. Uh, I don't remember when, but I'm 100% sure that that was the case. <laughs> Fair enough. And I always feel like I'm bigger than I am, y'all. Um, I'm only 5'2", <laughs> if I'm wearing shoes. So here's the question. If you were to have children, married or not, would you want your children to know some of this? Would you want them to have some exposure to this part of our our spirituality, our culture? Or would you worry so much about maybe the kind of stigma that that would attach No, I, to I think that they would have to be, uh, be brought up in it. I think that they would need to also, as I was, be brought up with a healthy understanding of all spiritualities and all religions so that they can make an informed choice when they're of age. However, they will receive most of their knowledge and skills initially from what, uh, from what I know 
pretty much like and any other what, faith. And right? of course, if from what their uh, mother or father, depending, I am pansexual. Right. Would know. Right. So it just, it's just kind of the, I want them to have, if I have kids, a wide variety of experiences, as, just like I have had the opportunity to have. Um, and I really thank my parents for being able to provide me with that wide variety of experiences over time, because it has, I'm sure, not been easy for them. Especially in Alabama, it's not been easy, because they suffer the same stigmas we do. Oh, yeah. My, my parents, one of them is an, is an immigrant, the other one came comes down from the north, and they don't necessarily get along with each other or with anybody else in the area um and they now well, have we'll separately so you know but... it's fine <laughs> but uh certainly they one thing they did do for me when i was younger was they provided the opportunity to travel to basically i've been to i can count on one hand the number of u.s states i haven't been to i can count on both hands the number of european countries i haven't been to and uh you know it's that was really a real blessing to be able to travel and see all this stuff and through having visited place after place and monument after monument what i came to the conclusion of is that all humans are basically the same mm-hmm. they have different except for assholes well no all humans basically have 30 percent assholes <laughs> um but uh it, there's different cultural things there's different uh philosophies there's different approaches to life in different areas right but the long and short of it is that on the whole philosophies or culture be, be darned People like to live, and they will continue to live their lives uh, regardless of what is going on around them. They will end up forming the same sorts of societies. They will live in houses and apartment buildings and condos. They will drive cars to work or not, but they will probably go to work in some way, shape, or form. Uh, they'll probably, I mean, I know a guy who left a job at NASA as a roboticist to become a full-time comic drawer. Comic drawer. He draws stick figure comics online. And, that's cool. Um, it's okay. just, um, th- but that's through that's the whole cool. spectrum of human experience that people just uh, are going to do what they're going to do, and the, the average sum total of that stuff ends up being very similar in pretty much every place. That kind of brings me to another question, although it's kind of getting off the craft for a second, but that's okay. Okay. Um, why are you helping me so much with my podcast and my? web and i know part of it is because i'm not very good at things like well, what I, I had to ask him y'all what an rss feed was oh, just so you know i'm I not gonna pretend up, so. <laughs> <laughs> i i had to refresh my memory because I had, I had to work with it before but it's been a long time but but you really have dropped part of your life to come over here and make this thing happen and well, why i really believe in the project i listened okay. to I've, I've been reading seba's blog for oh gosh since the beginning uh, on and off but mm-hmm. um especially when i was uh, archiving everything. I reread the entire thing, cover to cover. Every single word that was put into the blog, the new site, yeah, most of it was copy-pasted, sure, but it was all read and checked over and looked at, and um, I, re- I came to a really full, more full understanding of who we are as witches through, through that. And um, I felt like that was something that needed to be shared, and after hearing the first drafts of the podcast, I said, well, we have to get this done, but we need better equipment. We need uh, we need to come up with a process, and that's what we ended up doing. Was uh, was that basically right? And honestly, and how many years ago was it when you went ahead and you 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 left for a while? You went to uh, another place up north mm-hmm. for a while, a couple well, of more years, out west, I but yeah, a couple of years. Um, about 
Two and a half years I left for, yeah. And then about I was back for about six to eight months before I finally uh, sort of made my way back into the tribe. Right. Uh, but that was sort of my going and learning experience, I guess. Right. Sometimes we have to fly, <laughs> especially if you came into a coven at such a young age. Oh, yeah. I need. I, I did need some personal growth time. But the way I, I guess I left was probably not really the most ideal. But uh, we all make mistakes, don't we? But we all make mistakes and... <clears throat> I mean, I, I have never personally them. made any mistakes. Uh-huh. I'm always... <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, okay. You know how wonderful <laughs> I've been at making all the right choices consistently. And that's, you know, how I've... Uh, okay, enough of that bullshit. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't even drink this I wine. Can't, I can't even drink my wine now. <laughs> I feel like such a liar. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, one other question. And I think I'm going to stop with the questions. And okay. we can just chat, but... What was the most magical thing you've ever experienced? Oh, ever? Well, just the first one that comes to mind. Because I know that's a little bit difficult to... It's like picking your favorite song ever or your favorite movie ever. But what is one that comes to mind? Uh, my initiation. Was it beautiful? My first initiation. Yep. It was gorgeous. It was everything I could have dreamed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think people talk about their initiations enough. I think they get far enough in the craft that they forget... Yeah, that you know that was that was the most definitely the most magical moment in in my life to that point I believe the sec uh, the, the the funniest magical moment in the <laughs> last six months, which is a totally different track off question. Not this is not the most profound magical moment I've ever had. This is just one of the funniest recent ones. Is that uh, so we were doing some tarot readings as a tribe, and I was graciously allowed to borrow one of Seba's decks uh, oh. to read with. And so Seba asked me what I would want to, what I wanted to uh, ask, or to do, go ahead and do a reading. And so I went ahead and did a reading without specifying what I was doing a reading for. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the reading came out and I just started giggling um, because it was a very good reading. And it was very obvious to me that the cards were answering exactly the question I had asked. And... Um, it was a very favorable reading that was super, super, super specific, and Seba couldn't figure out why I kept giggling. <laughs> and at the end of it, I told her that I had done a reading to uh, on the podcast project to see w- how I thought it was going to turn, or how it was probably going to turn out if I'm I kept at it. I'm still pissed about that. And uh, <laughs> you shouted, "I've been tricked!" <laughs> I, <laughs> totally tricked. <laughs> I thought it was about your career or something like that. And yeah, no, and one of the the sort of overall arching card from the whole reading was uh, the card had a des- uh, three witches clustered around a uh, pentagram on the wall. Oh yeah, uh, I love and like like, that like they were sort deck. of uh, working out like it was almost like it was a whiteboard with a pentagram drawn on it, like they're trying to craft a spell together. Beautifully. Also, done. there was a black cat floating around, which is important. well, of course. Now we I do actually have black cats. We have covered this, I think, in what, my last episode. Uh, the what kind of witch are you anyway? There are black cats on the I think that was a couple episodes ago now. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. We are, we are uh, just as a heads up for you guys, we are pre-recording some of these. Um, and then they get scheduled up for publication at regular intervals. That way, if we get really tired and miss a week, there will still be something new coming out anyway. So that way we can, if we, we can do like three podcasts in a week, mm-hmm. have them all ready to go, and then... You'll see those a couple weeks later. So you, that's why when we do a podcast, you might hear in a new episode that was released on, say, September 9th, three or four days ago, you might hear the word August in there. 
because it was actually recorded in very late August and between the editing process and the uh, this is basing in the flow of how right. we're doing we're doing releases uh, it might take a couple weeks from recording to actually have right. you have it in your ears which makes sense I'm sure they get that they've got lives and have to wipe their butts and pay taxes well we, like we, we all do, do. yeah <laughs> yeah um, but I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast that I'm a professor I'm not gonna say where Oh, no, you have. You have on your website. but mm-hmm. uh, And that's at southernfriedwish.com, by the way, if you want to check out our website. Mm-hmm. We've spent a lot of hard, hard effort on it. Yeah. <laughs> See that he's adorable. He's doing a plug. Um, I always forget to do these things, and he's like, you've got to do the plug. Well, it's that. Or, <laughs> I, I keep trying to just get you to let me do your outro because I, I will remember to do the plug, but yeah, it's fine. I know. <laughs> we need to get to that. But, um, but, yeah, I am a professor, and I do teach graduate school. And my doctorate is uh, strangely, uh, the piece of paper says philosophy, um, but I focused, of course, in literature. That's sort of the way it goes. But uh, yeah, I'm Dr. Seba in another world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did cost me my job in 2014, so we have to be a little careful these days. Although, I don't think that being careful is very conducive to dreaming. Well... Yes and no. I mean, you can be, you can dream, you can dream, you can dream, you have, you have to dream, you have to dream fully. But to, when you convert those dreams into reality, you can take a measured approach while doing that. I think I'm being as measured as I possibly can, but there's a certain amount of risk I have to take here. Otherwise. Well, all endeavors have risk. That's right. economics 101, really. Right. Well, we're, we're taking triple risk. When you think about it, oh, all yeah. the risk. I mean, it's you, that's me, and then, of course, it's, you know, we're in the Bible Belt. Well, yeah, but um, luckily, the area of the Bible Belt we're in, it's. I wouldn't say it's better than anywhere else in the Bible Belt, but it's a little, the smidgen is less conservative, and which is a little nice, I guess, well, but... The- we, we go five miles east or west, and not not quite the case anymore. So. Wolfbron is, of course, uh, discussing the closest city. But today, we are doing this in my office out in the country. And all of my neighbors walk around in overalls and have one tooth. And that is not true. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> oh, they, do their, However, they, they do let their chickens walk around free occasionally. But there was sure a hog like a that came in my than... yard not too long ago that I didn't understand where it came yeah, from. And of course, the property out here has well water, which is wonderful. There are 15 churches within a three-mile area. It has been tested to be cleaner well water than the city water that's just a block away. Mm-hmm. So it's really quite something out here yeah it really is beautiful but yes it is a little dangerous i haven't heard of a cross being burned in a long time but it's it's close to it it really is and we need to be kind of careful you know what though every time we have one of our Sawan things out here we do mm-hmm. a burning man every year and we have we a, do which all, i guess to the untrained eye might look a little bit red like neck. a cross because <laughs> it has arms and it has a head, but the head goes above the arms. <laughs> and what I heard was that the um, the people that used to have a gas station close to me, somebody was looking for a Halloween party. We have also a Halloween party for right. for people who aren't uh, witches. And, and they said, oh, those hippies that live over there in the woods? So they think we're hippies. Well, hippies is fine. Smoking a little, you know, ganja. Well, we, we don't, but they don't need to know any better. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I don't, and you don't, but I wouldn't say that we don't. Oh, I certainly, I certainly don't. I don't I, like lying to the audience. Yeah, no, that's, that would be career ending for me. I don't no, get anywhere don't. near that stuff. I've never seen you do it ever. 
Nope, Mm-mm. not once. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> oh, well, um, I think that's good. I think we have a good, solid first interview. Mm-hmm. And I, so. um, I wanted people to know who you were because um, Wolf Braun has been going on to my, my, my social media page for Southern Fried Witch and occasionally helping people know that maybe a post was up or that you can now follow us on iTunes. Well... And of course, our, our new website and the podcast setting up and all that has been experiencing some teething troubles. We this today we is uh, oh yeah, you know, it's hell. today is September 11th, and uh, we've been because I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and date it now, yeah, uh, because today we've been working on trying to get an email subscriber list set up for the site, and we were having about as much problem with this as we've been having we've had with every single aspect of the site going forward, going back so. Really, it hasn't been that much of a problem, but um, each individual problem takes you know several hours to resolve usually, and it's always a work in progress. There's just always there's just so much to be done, and every time something changes on the site, I want to let our subscribers on Facebook and on right. every other platform know what we've changed because maybe that will help give them a new method for accessing it, or maybe it will uh, sort of you know because for example when we first launched the site, this uh, certificates for security took a little longer to move over and as a result the site threw up a big security error every time you went to it for about two days yeah, that was fun and so i w- wanted to reassure people that hey yeah it's not it's not broken it's still safe we didn't get hacked we're just moving <laughs> um please don't put us on your spam list we're actually real we're, we're legit we're just moving um but I would think what's critical to me is that everyone know that you are my student, that you all the blog posts I wrote, for the most part, you were a student during that time, that you are kind of my right arm right now, but that, yes, these are all still my blog posts. I mean, I'd post. say your husband is more your right arm. I am Not in this project. Not in this project. <laughs> Not in this project. He's my right arm with building the chicken coop <laughs> <laughs> and taking the trash, but not in this project. Don't... My husband did do the graphics for he, this. He did the logo design. He, he did. did the uh, album cover for the podcast. It's epic. Um, he did do some of the work on the uh, site graphics for the website. Uh, and he also was the cameraman for some of the photos on the website mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's also in some of the photos on the website as well. But I know. He's actually funny. asked me to maybe consider blurring him out. So I need your help on that. <laughs> By the time this gets released, we'll have well, blurred his picture out. So you won't be able to tell who that is. Potentially, yeah. yeah. These are some of the problems with living in the Deep South and being a witch. But um, as we all know, if we get pushed around too much, we all know the number of our local attorney. Yep. And uh, And we we also know the the number of our local witch at (laughs) southernfriedwitch.com if you have any... uh... God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) He's plugging again. He's plugging again. Let's let's say that uh, we've helped out other folks in the community a time or two. Well, now, this is something that Wolfron asked me not to do yet, but we've had to cut the air conditioner off in the podcast office. We really office. have, yeah, and it's... And so I'm going to go ahead and go for it. Um, I need to know your questions for me. As soon as I collate enough of them, I'm going to do an entire podcast. Let me know exactly what name you want me to read on the air. Um, and send those to Seba at southernfriedwitch.com. So this will be the Ask Your Local Witch, or if you live in Canada, and I see that we have a follower in uh, Ireland, uh, wherever you may live, that's fine. But send me any question you want to, 
And if I find it appropriate, funny, or even maybe a little irritating, I will answer it on the air. And if you, if you don't want your question answered on the air, but you do want a response, just let us know and we'll be happy to uh, see what we can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we can anonymize your question if that's what you need it. Um, but we are in the Deep South. It is. We have been in a heat wave recently. It's getting humid in here. We're going to go ahead I think, and wrap, wrap up the interview here so we can cut the air conditioner back on. Pretty sure this isn't a so, hot flash. Thank you so much for listening here. This is Seba at the Southern Fried Witch. Y'all come back next week.